My guest, my guest, my guest. Oh, God. See, you know, my best conversations are the ones that are the warmest, you know, where the guest is kind and nice and generous. You know, those are the best conversations because it's not just about the interview, but about the connection. And, I, you know, I've admired Jim Ike. I've studied him. I've watched him. I'm a fan. But I didn't know the depth of his spirit, you know, the compassion, the, the authenticity, you know, the goodness that appeared to flow from him. You know, this, you know, we have a lot of great conversations on With Judy, but there are some of them that I say you have to watch, you know, the truths that Jim Ike shares, the experiences Jim Ike reveals, the errors Jim Ike admits. Mm, you've never seen Jim Ike like this before. Today on With Judy. You know, of course, everybody has seen Mary Men, so mm. it's not really special no, <laughs> for me to not. say I've seen Mary yeah. Men. Uh, I feel like you've, and, I'm, and this is not, I'm not just saying it, you know, I feel like you've, you're acting as age like fine wine. Do you agree? Um, I won't put it as eloquently as you have, <laughs> um, but um, nevertheless, it's been an evolution of sorts. Yeah. I've had to grow over the ages and mm. take time to prioritize um, what was important to me as an artist, as a creator, mm. as a leader of sorts mm. in this establishment. I understood the assignment, so to speak, when you put it in proper street parlance. Yes. I didn't understand the responsibility before. Mm. Uh, I thought as an artist, uh, mine was to make money, um, move my agenda, my vision forward, mm. cater for the people around me that look up to me and I look up to. But um, when you're given a gift, there's a certain responsibility that comes to it. Mm. It dawned on me, maybe in my late 30s, um, that this is a responsibility. Mm. What you say, you know, hold water. Mm. What you say is important. You're one of the people that pivot in the conversations. Mm. And one of, you're one of the leaders of thoughts as well. Mm. So that was the dawning. That was the cops that changed the entire narrative mm. for me. Mm. I think when I arrived at that Rubicon, I understood that. To amplify everything I say, mm. it has to have very potent repercussions if it's not said properly mm. or delivered properly. Mm. And that's when I went on that research, on ending bend of research, that's when I went to really understand my place um, in this community called, um, you know, called uh, as a creative. Yeah, as a creative. Mm. Did something trigger that? that yes, you? yes. Um, you know, sometimes when you when you're in a home, and I'll use this analogy and of course liken it to our establishment, mm -hmm. um, when you come once or twice or thrice, you're a guest. And after that, you are still welcome. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's an actual putting it. Right. After a while, I understood that there's no point being this establishment. I've done it all. Mm. I've done the 360, the, the nine yards, I've made movies with everybody that I wanted to. Um, I'd grown into my own as a proper businessman and entrepreneur. Mm. And so I thought um, every time I have to come back to this establishment that I've given so much to my, my, my time, my sweat, my, my life, my, my blood, um, it has to come when I have something really serious to say. Mm. So that was then I started to compartmentalize it. I started to say, you know what? I am going to come with my acting chops every time I have to come. Mm. It doesn't matter after this conversation, maybe the next time you're going to see me in two, three, four, five years. But 
it has to mean something. Mm -hmm. There has to be a potency that it carries. Mm -hmm. And so when you come to that understanding, trust me, it's a, it's a self-responsibility of sorts. Mm -hmm. Once you come to that understanding, you will go far beyond anything that um, mm -hmm. possibly is a hindrance, that's an impediment mm -hmm. to you know, portray your, your art form. Right. So this was a process of self-reflection. It's just self-discovery. Self-discovery. Yes. Right. Yes. You never. It's never late to learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. Every time it's, it's a learning process. It's mm -hmm. a it's a process of evolution. Every time I thought I knew enough about myself, mm -hmm. I let myself be open to learn more. Mm -hmm. I send higher grounds with people that know better. Mm -hmm. I I I bring into my small community mentors that have lived a certain lifestyle, that are far more experienced than me. And mind you, it has nothing to do with age. Right. There are, some, there are mentors that are older than me. Ah, right, Okay, right, right, you understand right, me? Right. I look up to you in a lot of sense. You may Thank not understand you. it. There are certain things I research. We research properly. <laughs> so um, I do, and um, I look up to um, some people. That is the only way evolution can happen in your life. That's when you go with the times, and that's when you evolve with the times. When people that are in the immediacy of the space that you want to operate in, you want to say something in, mm. are moving seamlessly, mm. are doing well in it. Mm. You come from another era, you come from a different generation. Mm. The only way you can thrive every time you find yourself in a different time is to pick one or two persons yes. that seemingly understand what it means to transverse the, the two words yes. and learn from them. Absolutely, that makes so much sense because, you know, you are, you, you know, people say this old Nollywood, new Nollywood thing. And as far as old Nollywood was, you've been there, done that, <laughs> scattered it. And then you are still, it's almost like, I mean, there was a short blip where it looked mm -hmm. like you went away for a while. But right now, it's almost as if you didn't live. It's like you're as relevant today mm -hmm. as you were. People are tweeting. I mean, there was the net honors, I think, mm -hmm. and you were the most searched. Twice now. Twice now. That, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. That's not a na natural, traditional narrative. Yes, people should be looking for the younger, fresher. And then last year, what makes it even funnier, you know, more awkward, was I didn't put out any serious work last, last year. Last year. But I just made sure that I stayed at the breast of things without exposing too much of myself. So mm. it took a certain art as well. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share, just share a bit of that art with us? Um, I spoke about, you know, we talked um, earlier about um, the analogy of, yes. um, of of staying your welcome. Yes, um, yes, yes. yes it's, it's, there's a certain mystery that comes with not knowing enough about the subject matter. Um, after the years, uh, no, I decided that I'm not going to be available anymore. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you're men about that. I'm sure you've never seen me in public gatherings, yes. awards, yes. birthdays. Yes. You can particularly point at a, a colleague and say I'm close to him. Yes. No, it was total obliteration of self from that environment mm. and planting myself properly in another passion. My work ethos would seem seamless across the board because whether I'm a mechanic, I'm a psychologist, I'm a businessman, I'm an artist, I will succeed mm. because I've filled enough in my life that success has no choice but to find me. Mm. You understand? Mm. I understand my pattern implicitly. I understand how to apply it in every generation. I understand when to withdraw it, to demand it. Mm. Mm. Okay? Mm. And so that was it. It's an equation that has to be fostered by yourself because you understand your pattern. The mistake people make is that they allow people to create that equation for, for them, them and then they infuse themselves into it. Aye. And then you, you find yourself struggling for the result. Yes. 
I understand mine. It's tested and trusted by trial and error. Over the space of over a decade, you cannot tell me about my brand. Mm. No matter how much of an expert that you are, mm. you cannot understand my journey, you don't understand my pattern. I understand implicitly. I understood it by living it more than anyone else I know. So I'm a self-expert. I am a Jamaic expert. I know when to plant it, to glorify it, yeah. to demystify it, to remove it, mm. to make it mysterious. Mm. Mm. So once I understood that, it's a question of I decide how many years I want to go, knowing, understanding it, that nobody will fill that void until yeah. I'm ready. Yes, that nobody will fill that void until you are ready. Yes. Because you've seen the pattern. Yes, sir. I do understand my pattern more than anyone else. I've, other times I was busy studying other people's pattern, people that have succeeded. Um, but then I understood that individuality and flair that um, fostered other people's success is not mine. What makes you the successful? If I apply it, I will feel woefully. Mm. Try mine, you will not succeed. But I can take the substance of what made you successful. There's a common denominator. If Judy wakes up 5 a.m., if he has a certain work ethos, if he deals with people in a certain degree of integrity and personal um, commitment. We're running late. I'll give you just an example of how I operate. I'll quickly call them, listen, I don't want this man to have a wrong impression of me. Call him, tell him that we're going to be running late about 20, 30 minutes. It, it's nothing. I knew I was perhaps the only appointment he had for the morning, but it was important to me that he don't have this certain impression of me. Mm. And so personalize what makes you move forward and personalize how you want to be seen by the person you're engaging at every point in time. Mm. Mm. So mm. I think more than anything else, I had to tailor what works for me. I had to understand the kinetics of my energy. Mm. My kinetics have never worked in the crown. It has never worked. So over time, I was led to believe that walk in a crowd, infuse yourself into cliques, the groups, the powers that be, people are the hem of affairs of the industry. That's how to operate. Make noise about it. Be over the top with things. Dress loudly. Talk loudly. You know, and then you, you find out that um, whatever it is that forms the essence of your individuality wears off every time you try to become someone else or you're told to be someone else. Mm. But mm. as much as I understand myself now, every time I want to build, every time I want to create, I go off alone. I'm a loner by nature. And that's where it works for me. Yeah. It has to be solon. That's where I hear myself. That's where I hear the Godhead in me. Mm. That's where I can pray quietly. That's how I can rebel. I can have an argument with myself because I trust myself more than I can trust any other person. Ah. So once I understand it, then I can bring it to the public and then play the part of the conductor of an orchestra by bringing the people that will make it happen. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That's powerful. The thing about you can argue with yourself yes. because the person you most trust is yourself. I can critique myself. Yes. I can call myself out. My theories of, um, of introspection last hours at every time. Hmm. I can sit by myself and say, did you do that right? Did you treat this person better? Could you have done better here? Hmm. Could you have educated yourself or be open to learn better from this person? Yeah. Is the reason you rejected this, this offer, this advice, because it's your driver or it's your employee or somebody you dislike? Hmm. And by disliking that person, you're already biased and prejudiced to what he has to tell you. So if you're open to criticism, if yeah. you're liberal with your mind, yeah. you will dissuade yourself from all of this persuasion, understand that, be open, be like... Hmm. Water, in essence. Be like water. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You stay in your true essence, but you can find your way around. 
Yeah. It's something you said that was also powerful. I remember it. Um, I'm conducting an orchestra. Yes, yes. So once you've decided that this is the part I'm going to play, mm -hmm. then you go out and you begin to, then you've decided. So people are not deciding for mm -hmm. you. They begin to attract them. You mm -hmm. can do this. Mm -hmm. You can do this. Mm -hmm. But from yourself. There's no island. I'm not a violinist. I'm not a pianist. I'm not a saxophonist. I can never be those people. I don't know the media like you understand it. But I can plant myself in your word by bringing you into mine. Okay, I can bring that. Can bring that person. Can bring that person. I will command it the pivotion of it after that, and then once I achieve that, because I did it on my terms, it's also easy for me to disengage when I will it mm, mm. and go back to my word, unaffected. Unaffected. Yes, and then can foster enough of that relationship that when I want to call you guys again, yeah. you have no reason to say no because I conducted myself at the highest and strictest level. Professionalism, yes, and yes. so there's no personal relationship yet. There's also no reason to work. Oh. Mm, I love that. I can ask 22 questions from that, <laughs> but I want to move on a bit. Um, let's talk before I go back. I want to, we know I mentioned how your acting is, yes, and you know what? I um, cold fit mm -hmm. that was the one that that you were the major general, yes, sir. yes, 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 corner. Cornell, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. and was shot in this, I mean, in the UI, right? yes, yes, incredible. I've been in that place. Mm -hmm. You were a much older man. Yes. <laughs> 67 years old. 67. Guy. <laughs> and you looked it. I looked it. So they came with the prosthetics. Um, you know, it was really, it's a very talented young, young man. He wanted to put the extra belt. And I was in shape then. Right. Like that's when I was working out. I'm a, I'm a martial artist. I tried yes, to stay informed. Yes, so I was always working out. And they said, nah, this is not going to work. They nearly, and then I lost a role because Moses is like a brother. Right. And Moses, oh, you know, I would post my working out routines and you say no you shouldn't be working i said gain weight because we're still going to ask the out. yeah come with the part you know the retired corners that general was they look like when you you know when you left active service you yes. just pretty much go with the flow with anything yeah. that that means squal on decadence for you you know <laughs> yeah, that's the about regimented like once you're out of it it happens to sportsmen it happens to military men you know so i had to look the part so i said no prosthetics nobody's going to do anything out of order. Yeah. The first thing is the bald head. I said I wanted it natural. Yeah. So I carried that bald natural. Yeah. I grew my hair, the, the bald head. <laughs> so I carried it. I want baseball cap it for almost two months. <laughs> well, we were filming because we had a stint where we went off shoot. And they most were like, you know, you can't grow your hair. <laughs> you have to stay bald for that. <laughs> you can't just do that. You know so every time I took my baseball cap off on an airplane or something to rub my hair, so I'm like, Jim, you're losing your hair. I'm like, dude. <laughs> so I actually enjoy the whole thing of telling yeah, people, hey, man, I am losing my hair. And then um, oh. and I gained weight. Yeah. I started eating midnight, started eating really, you know, highly, you know, carb food. I, I called my, my housekeeper and said, change of diet. Right. Don't, you know, yeah. I stopped working out entirely. I'll do the normal push on once in a, once in a while. You know, just keep my muscle, but my, my muscle were flappy all the time, no time. And, and I really looked, I hated it, <laughs> but this, that I understood awesome. again that this is it. I'm, I'm truly an artist. Yeah. That, that, that movie, trust me, shifted the paradigm personally for me. Mm. I'm like, how much am I willing to do? Mm. How much am I willing to sacrifice for the art? So when I did that, against public opinion, against the judgment that came from, you know, every day, people will compliment you most ungraciously. And say, man, you're gaining weight, you're getting fat. I just kept quiet, like I understood what I was doing. Yeah. 
And then I took my baseball cap off. I remember some chick I was saying hi to. <laughs> she quickly said losing interest, like, oh, dude is going bald. <laughs> you know? Well, that, that's that. I, I loved it. And then, you know, um, when we got the accolade, I won Best Actor at the Tea Festival in Canada for it. Yeah. I felt really yeah, it accomplished. Yes, it was. Yes. It was yeah. I want to ask you something about that amount of energy that is used. But before that, was this anyone? I mean, as far, for the things I've watched, you've done two things with him. I've done over 12 films with Moses. 12, right. I think so. The ones I know. So we're in so big. Yeah, yeah right. We, so right. that's the journey. So that's the journey. Because you say he's your brother. Yeah, he's more like a yeah. brother. I've never met him, but you know, I've seen in the past few years all the things that he's done. You know, I just even saw what Alter Ego again. Mm -hmm. So he's all that. What is it like working with him? He's always testing stuff, trying stuff. Even if they are not things that. You know, the audience is automatically mm. going to get like a comedy or ATC. What is working with him like? When we started back coming, um, it was, I didn't want a frame of reference. I didn't want it to be called a Bollywood, Nollywood, Hollywood film. Mm. I wanted to make a universally viable film, create a film about probably the most important um, space, platform, as we know it as modern men right now, which is the um, social media yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. So. I had to find a director that was open to the ideas that I had. Mm -hmm. uh, Moses Easley is one of them. Mm -hmm. um, I have three people that narrowed in. So it wasn't just him from day one. Mm -hmm. When we got in, um, I was set to shoot a story and then he pitched, he pitched back coming to me because he um, is one of the people that, that came up with that. I said, hey, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. He told me this story. Then again, that's also about, I can, a word about being assertive. Mm -hmm. He told me this story in Hilton as I was going up to my room mm -hmm. and, we were, and, and I was with, in the company of another producer. And the producer caught interest and said, hey, I'm coming to see you tomorrow. Let's discuss more about this. I kept quiet. We discharged that producer on the third floor. Moses was on the fourth floor, I believe. I was going to the fifth floor. Mm. I told him, dude, you're going to my room with me. He thought it was about something else. We walked into my shop and said, I want that story. Mm. He said, okay, tomorrow morning. I said, no, we're finishing it tonight. Finish the story. I said, what's it going to take? Right there and then, I, I, I moved, I transferred money. He said, what's the hurry? I mean, you're not shooting till the end of the year. I said, how much is it? Mm. We concluded I transferred to him before we put pen on paper. Wow. And he came downstairs. Next day, true to my prediction, the producer came and said, hey, I'm really, I really said, no, Jim just bought it. So I can Jim have bought it between last night we and discussed this, it. Yes. He said the money's in my hand. We've not put paper. He said, okay, how much is Lemdo? He said, no, it's, yeah. it's paid, it's paid. So it took us four or five days later to put pen on paper. But, but I owned the story immediately. Mm. And that's the kind of relationship that we have. Mm. It's spontaneous. Um, when we put it together, he said, Jim, I know you're ready financially to make this, but are you ready psychologically? Because it's going to take a tour like nothing else you've done. I was a propsman, the car propsman. I was a producer. I was an executive producer. I was the lead actor. I was the property guy. Yeah. You know, there was a lot. So it was like, no, you need to delegate. I said, no. The precision that's required to portray this story has to come from me. Mm. I can't delegate to any other person. They will mm. fall short and I'll be forced to compromise. Let me hold myself responsible every time it falls short. Mm. And I know how I hold myself. I will make, I will go through this. But we, we, we did. And so that's the kind of guy. I needed somebody like Moses that's open to the cowboy motives that I had <laughs> for back coming. Mm. So he, he is like, there are many times we got it right. We did seven reshoots. 
That's why it transited the post-COVID era. Mm -hmm. It took us one and a half years to put it because every time an idea came, he would he would call me. I was in I was in the states one time. Call me and said, "Dude, shorten your holiday. There's something I just thought about. We have to go and do it." At some point, I was exasperated. I was tired. We fought over twenty times. We were quarreling like old couples back and forth. <laughs> but I need. I knew he came from a good place, and I trusted more than anything else. Is creative ideas. You have to trust the person you're co creative with. with. You know, so that was it. We crossed our budget five times. Mm. So every time we did, from the place of an executive producer, from a financier, I was distraught. I'm like, I can't keep spending money for something that I don't see the immediate future. Mm. I'm also, I wasn't doing the slapstick comedy everybody was also thrilled with. Yeah. The, the understanding of it was that Nigerians are so depressed, they will only go into the movies to see a movie that will make them laugh. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to create a proper film. I took my responsibility seriously, and I wanted somebody that saw it from that point of view to coexist in this space with me. Mm. And so it was, it was a shot in the dark. Mm. We weren't sure if people would accept back coming. We weren't sure if giving the, the, the pattern of successes others have yes. had. Look at it, the 10 last most successful films yeah. were all on that genre. Yes. Yes. So what was the thing? Moses on film one said, Jim, this is a beautiful film, best film I've seen from this space, but I, I, this thing may not make money. And I said, that's, that's the, one, the one shot I'm willing to take. Mm. If people understand that I just shifted the paradigm even by a degree, it's not enough for me. It's enough for me if I don't make it financial success. But then the two expectations married and then Back coming became truly what it is a movement. Eight cities, an extremely successful tour. You can share this podcast with the hashtag with Chude. Became something of a movement. You know, when I know a movie is a movement, is when I'm sitting down with random people and they're talking about it, <laughs> even if they've not seen it. They're like, Did you see this or did you see that? You know, I remember I, I actually was doing an interview. Um, we thought, I don't know who it was, EDI saying, and mm -hmm. we just started the interview, we started by talking about bad comments, you know. Yeah. That's how I knew that this had, because I go and see movies that yeah. I want to see, yeah. whether it is trending yes. or yes. not trending, yes. Yes. and I don't usually know what's happening, yes. but I was so happy to see that what, what I know you, it was a shot in the dark, yes. but when it actually caught fire, you know, how did that feel, especially now? that I hear all the risks that mm. you took, mm. financial, mm. reputational, mm. relationship, to make it happen. How did the response hit you? I'm yet to allow myself feel I've arrived in this project. It's very dangerous. Ah. The place dreams go and die is comfort. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I, I just refuse to accept the accolades. I was in an argument with Moses yesterday, um, not Moses anyone, um, film one, yeah. and he said, I told him I'm going to America. So the ambassador of America is a friend of mine, like an older brother. And I, I told him I want to come to your city and do this. He said, are you not tired yet? We just finished Accra and Kumasi. Kumasi didn't even have a cinema. Their cinema was wearing open. I said, I still want to do it. So I went in the schools. We are short. They said, Jim, I made a bet, by the way. I didn't want to talk about it. With a senior official there for $5,000 that I won. But I couldn't talk about it because he said, Jim, if you bring 100 people to your premiere, giving their absolute right that no students, no nothing. Because Kumasi is a whole different jungle. Yes, it's different. If you go on, then, yes. then, then you have 5K. I wanted to do 1K, as we said, 5K. You know, I would, so I bet 1K to his 5K. Right. Dude, I did almost a thousand in there. So a night before then, I knew I would not meet the quota. 
then as I was thinking, that's again about always leave yourself open for, for a different narrative. I thought, what is the common denominator of every city I've been to? Mm. The Igbo community. Ah. Did you see the video of it? Ah. So over, I said, who is the head of the Igbo community in Kumasi? The mm. fund is number two hours. I called him and said, yes, uh, I'm in your city. I want to come and say hi. He said, come over. I said, no, when is your next general meeting? It happened to be one day before my event. I showed up there, chaos. And I just spoke to I said, listen, I'm doing this the next day. Come and support your brother. End of story. They came in mass. I took my 5K and got over a thousand. <laughs> 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 I decided that first thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. So that has been it. I refused because, yes, I, I expected it. I willed myself in that space, spoke, spoke into existence. My conscious mind embraced what it was like for this to succeed or fail. Mm. If you had failed, trust me, my demeanor will not change. Because I, I did something. I knew I shifted a paradigm. Mm. It may not dawn on people yet. I did set up. Set up didn't do well in the cinemas. Mm. By the time, because you couldn't rewind, the people needed to understand people. When he hit Netflix where they had options of reappraisal, ah, it became... what happened. Thank you. It became the most successful film of that time. It hit me out. I was in France with my son. We, we were... During the lockdown, yeah. I was taking my son to Disney when the whole world shut down. Ah. So we're trapped in France and Paris for six months. For real? Yes. That's a whole story for another day. <laughs> So my little man and I were always looking for what to keep because I was bored. He was bored, like, yo, am I stuck with this man? For so we, we saw it and it dawned on me. And then it became the number one movie ever that time. So I knew that Bakuman was going to achieve it. It may not be now, but it will. So I was prepared for the failure in the theaters. Mm. I was prepared for the success if we went ahead. So every time, we, when we came out from, um, from Accra, and then it was crazy, and you know, they were adopting, my, my road manager called me and said, allow yourself to relax a bit. Because the next day in the morning, I was already yelling at them, you guys move, we need to go to Kumasi. I said, no, 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 we need two days holiday before we move. I said, no, I need to get in there three days to start promotion before the weekend. They refused. There was a meeting in my hands. They had a meeting and said, no, 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 give us some time to chill. We can't operate at your level anymore. Everybody's breaking down. We've done back to back six cities. <laughs> He's behind cameras. Slide, slide even come with us. He said, no, I can't, I take can't it. do it. He ran off when we, at, uh, before he knew he ran off. <laughs> Him behind. So these guys had a meeting and said, no. I mean, I don't do know why you've not broken down, but, yeah, but, but we, we can't, we can't we No, we can't do this too. anymore. Give us two days to rest. But you know, I don't expect sometimes that's again when you're in a leadership, mm -hmm. don't always expect people to share like passion with you mm -hmm. and then pivot their, their themselves into your projects or your, mm -hmm. your, your, you know, whatever it is you set your mind on mm -hmm. at the same level. Mm -hmm. There has to be parallels here and there. Has a parallel, so, yeah. so let them lie behind it, be because as long as expectations are being met. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come with, hey, I'm, I'm on this journey, I do all the work you get. I, I know I chilled out. So I left the Manakra for two days and I went in Kumasi and started my promotion alone. I raised a different team in Kumasi. So they cut up the third day. That is the passion, I think, more than anything else, yeah. that drove past my content. I drove past the genius that we put in this. Yeah. I drove past my particular and you know, very meticulous preparation for this project. Mm. Oh, wow, I didn't know this backstory. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more. Boy. A lot I know, more. I know we're stifled for time. So. <laughs> yes, because there are other things I want to ask about that. Yeah. That's really impressive. Mm. Okay, so sometimes, so essentially, you know, 
you are an entrepreneur as much as you are a creative. Yes, sir. You know, and not, but not just in film, is it? No, no, no. Um, I, I brought World Ventures to Nigeria in a sense. I own a travel agency it's called Mercuria. Where we have about three or four branches right now. Right. Um, I, I'm also in real estate, lustrous, global. My brother-in-law runs it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we said now nah, bank is not working. Get get out. <laughs> so one day I just the way I do things. If you don't, when when I want to do something and you're not on the same page, you lose. Mm-hmm. So every day it was the insistent complaints from my sister, from him. Oh, I'm tired of this bank job. I had an earful. This is an expert, more or less. You know, it's a hard work. It's quick on the uptake. I said, listen, real estate is it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to force you in this position immediately. Let's run with it. I know you learn on the job. We'll make a few mistakes, a few left turns, but I know in a year we're going to hit it. So I have a little bit of money to put in here, but I have bigger contacts. I'll open the doors, walk through it, make things happen. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we did. Two years later, when our third project, we're doing well as well there. Mm-hmm. I'm in logistics as well. And there's something I do called pockets of investments. Um, for a long time, every business I involve myself in failed woefully. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm expeditious in opening gates. I just don't know how to man the gates. Because of how my mind, how my kinetics work. I can't, I can't. Yes, so yes. every time I open a business, the yes. first six, seven months, I had a boutique, one of the biggest boutiques in here called Untamed Closet. In Abuja? Yes. We created it, it was doing so well. It was very personalized shopping, very beautiful as, you know, the pretentious lifestyle of Abuja residents. <laughs> they loved it. Took my eye off it, off the ball, brought somebody in, yeah. and in seven months it collapsed. Yeah. You know? So many other things we've set up kept failing. And I, I went back to the drawing board and said, how come I do it so well in the beginning, but I never finish it well? Mm. You know, I'm telling like six, seven businesses, I was facing bankruptcy. So what am I doing wrong? My passion is right. My drive is over the top. You know, I study hard behind the scenes to understand this. I said, you know, so my team was the problem. Mm. I believe too much in paper qualification. So they'll come with their masters, they'll come with all that stuff. And I, I, w- I, will, I will subjugate that for street sense. Yes, yes. For people that understood the street hustle, how yes. to move. Yes. Between, uh, that how real, to adjust and be flexible and Immediately, and didn't need me. They will move on their own imperativeness and, you know. And, you know, people that were hungry. I always brought people that had a background, they were relaxed, I didn't, couldn't share passion. I needed hunger. So I went after hunger. Mm-hmm. I dropped paper qualification and I brought mm-hmm. some sharp street boys, man. Yeah. Everything that's been manned by me, my brother, they're not the most eloquent people, but they're the fastest. The f- mm. Mm. You know? Mm. So we put them up and then I said, okay, the next thing is, let me reduce my risk. My obsession with ownership, sole ownership, was also a problem. How about if I reduce the risk? Imagine if these six platforms are filled, I shared risk. It wouldn't hit me financial as hard. Mm. So I started mitigating risks by, you know, hey, what are you doing? It's looking good. Hey, I have a little bit of money. Can I give me a cootie? I'll jump in. Mm. And hey, I'm coming with a face too and clout. So that's double. My sweat equity is here. My cash is here. I always offered both. So it's easy to jump on platform. You think of what it would take to bring me on board. Yeah. Then I'm offering you money on top. Yes. It's, it's a deal yes. you must take. Yes, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. So before we knew it, the transition was faster. Mm. 
we moved faster. And, and we're about to launch another, um, uh, just as I yesterday, um, it's called Big Lottery. And when the gaming service now, again, it's a partnership between a, a couple of lawyers, friends of mine, and a top politician. So that's, that's how that's we roll. Yeah. And, and so when I figured out, again, what has to be said about pattern, how it works for me. Mm -hmm. I'm so busy, I cannot be the one that mans the gate. Mm -hmm. I'm most proficient at opening gates. Opening doors, mm -hmm. I didn't still know how to hold it. The doors yeah. open, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. so yeah. I brought people that understood how to. They don't know how to open doors, but they know they how to man doors. Case. Yes, and that's what you were saying about patterns. The about patterns. You, you, you know yourself, and there are people that understand how to man this door, how yes. to open, you know, how to approach in a crowded space. They're social butterflies. They know how to walk the crowd. Yes. I don't know. I don't understand. It's never been me. I was born a loner. I, I can't change it, man. Yeah. Yeah, at this age, how? Yeah. So I have to find a way to, to make it work to for me. To make it work. Yeah. Why did you choose Abuja? It's quiet, serene. Mm. Um, there are a lot of big money here, little noise. Mm. Okay? Mm. Big money, little noise. noise. Lagos is full of too much noise, little money. I'm not, <laughs> they're going to kill me for this, but that's a fact. And even the ones with the real money, they don't, let me tell you, the people behind the scene that pull the strings, yeah. they will not go with you if you're ostentatious. Because they are no exhibitionists, they don't want to be seen. They want the quiet investor that yeah. can move forward. Yeah. You know, they see you with the Flash, the Bentleys, the Rolls Royces. They think this is where you put your money. I have a friend, a top top um, banker, a in private investment banker, that took on a top top celebrity because he's flashy. He drives all the nice cars and all that, and they dumped a whole bunch of money in him. Mm. Now they can't recoup their money because mm. he bought more cars. Because he bought more well, Yes, and he came from them and he exhibited a lot more exhibitionists. Yeah. And yeah. they found out that everything that he said, while there's a ring of fruit to it, if you stay true to form mm -hmm. to what he pitched, was bogus. Mm -hmm. The figures were not, they were just swayed. These are, these are astute men. They were swayed by emotion because mm -hmm. of the flash and the razzmatazz. Yeah. So I walk in, I present a pitch, they look at my portfolio and they say, okay, we should have been seeing more flashy things, mm. but we're not. So, okay, there's something to be said here. Our money is possibly safe. I'm working with them now. Um, there's no reason to fear me, mm -hmm. you understand? Mm -hmm. Because uh, they, they know yeah. that, that whatever, if I do this, I probably can do 10 times that. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so we're, we're, we're taking baby steps to trust again. Mm -hmm. I'm open. They've put up a little to say, okay, do, let's see what you can do with this, then we'll, we'll revert. From there. Yeah, so that's it. You know, it's amazing because I, I observing you, because I must say I study people a lot. Mm. I, I learned like you mm. that studying them, but I have to apply it, that's what you said, to my own patterns. Previously, I was studying them and trying to be like them. Now I study and say, no, mm. what is the basic and how do I apply it to my own rhythm? So, you know, I pay attention to you over a long time. Like, there's something deliberate, you know, deliberate, stealth. <laughs> Your plate is still a lack of better words. But what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. But you know, people because people. I mean, I, I know this is not a shade on anybody. But mm. Most people go with what they see first. They want to see you and think you are flashy, even though there is no flash. <laughs> you know, you, you, I'm sure you've. That's my that. biggest asset. Right. Yeah. You this, have the perception. Yes, you have to. You have to give a warped perception in order to move freely in certain world. Okay, if there are too much eyes, remember when there was too much eye, too much scrutiny, 
every step measured yeah. and they wait for the outcome. And when I fail, I'll be punished extensively <laughs> for it. I failed so many times, it's ridiculous, but nobody sees it because you, you don't understand my pattern. You don't live in my world anymore. Okay? I've had a failed marriage. I've had so many failed things. What? Yeah. And then nobody, nobody. Nobody I, knows that. I have, I have two, three beautiful kids. So how are you going to know? You can't, you can't follow my pattern. You will never understand. Even people that live in my space don't know how I move. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have my sisters like, hey, where, which ward are you now? And I'll tell them. You have to hear from me. Yeah. I have PAs that don't know. I'm, I was coming here. My PAs are in the office right now. I took an associate from the office, drove me down here. When, he, when they call him, they'll say, we're, we're somewhere. They don't know I'm at Chudis. Next thing they'll be like, okay, you wore this outfit. That means it was at Chudis today. I keep everybody on their toes. That's mm -hmm. how I pray. I, you, my level of unpredictability has to stay true to me. Mm -hmm. I hate to be figured out. Mm. Once you figure me out, I have nothing else to offer. To offer, yes. It's all there. It's, it's, it's on the table. So, so that's the whole, that's the potency in it. That's, that's, I refuse to be figured out. I refuse to be tamed. Mm. I refuse to be figured That one needs this. <laughs> <laughs> that one needs this. I refuse to be figured out. I refuse to be tamed. You know, you're, of course you know that your image is, mm. your image then, mm. not now, mm. but then was Nollywood bad boy. Yes. Yeah. Still is. Still is. Yes. You are, now, you are, now you are deploying it strategically. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you, were you deploying it strategically or you were Nollywood's mm. bad boy? No, sir. It wasn't. I, um, you, know, and, you know, I was told what to do, how to dress, how to feel mm. by people. And it was working profoundly. But I knew it wasn't me. It was harnessing just 10% of my potentials. The poly perception that was necessary in order to treat off. The sacrifices that have to be made. Mm -hmm. But people don't understand that. Um, the truth of the matter is that for true, you know, for true peace of mind mm -hmm. and um, advancement to be made in your life, the sacrifice is, is acceptability. Yes. The sacrifice is popularity. Yes. I didn't want to dwell in the public space. It, it brought me too profoundly, too nakedly in the public space. And every time I'll go back and struggle who I really am. I'm, I'm, I love books. I love to be myself. I love to watch films. I love to play with my kids. I love to travel. How can I do all of those things that I love when I have to be a bad boy, quote unquote? Okay? After being in certain relationships with women that I didn't even appreciate. You understand? I had to be with a certain clique that somehow termed the power brokers. I have to be with the people that amplify their voices more. Mm. Even variably, the noisemakers. Mm. I have to be in front of the scene all the time. Mm. And then the more I found that, how can I wager this negotiation where I am myself? I find myself very present in what I do daily. Mm. Mm. Every time I cater to what was needed of me, I lose myself more. So after the self-discovery, I took a stint, a haters, if you will, it that way. Um, you know, five years of raised my boy, hung out, got a few, you know, those conferences, symposiums, trained myself on um, different, I schooled myself properly. Mm. I came back and I said, okay, things will change now. So I fired everybody. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to go. At some point, let me tell you, so I send the realms, you have to let go of people you're attached to. The ones you're, you're really emotionally attached to are the ones you don't need anymore. Hmm. So the easiest decision is usually the hardest decisions are the easiest. Seriously. So I wished him well, I said, hey, what can I do to set you up? And he said, 
why are you letting me go? I said, because where I'm going, you have, you have no place. So you set it up because yeah. like, let me see you. I'll, 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 I'll love you. You're my brother for life. You have mm. contributed my life more than anything. But where we're going, I can't take you. Mm. Except you show the sacrifices that are paid good there, I'll mm. take you. But I don't see you paying the sacrifice because you've gone too complacent in your space. Where I'm going, I need a different breed. I will tell me what I don't want to hear. Hmm. That will let me see what I am I'm looking at, and what I'm not seeing. And let me hear what I am hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can't tell me that because you love me too much. Yeah. And you don't have the power to take me there either. You, you've told me what I want to hear for too long. Too long. You know? I don't recognize my mistakes anymore. Mm. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not comfortable. I've grown. I've grown egotistical. I don't even understand how to critique myself anymore. Not yes. criticize. Critique, critique myself yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because you're in my head. Yes. So yes. once I dislodge you, I begin to hear myself. I'll hear a new voice that will tell me, "Oh God, you know, do I well this time? Mm. Oh God, step aside. You know, know this one. This is our generation. We know what to do. Mm. Just come to the forefront and, and do it for us." And and things changed. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and so that that was basically what had to be done, and, yeah. and it's not conversation for the public. <laughs> Which one's talking about the things that had to be done? Yes, and not conversation for the public. No, it's okay. not. I understand that. Yeah, you can share this podcast with a hashtag with today. So essentially, there was there was so don't be sure I got it correctly. Mm -hmm. There was a there was a bad boy element, but it was just a small part of you. Yes, it however, was. you had to. Enlarge it. You were told to enlarge it in order to maybe move the career, yes. move the brand, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it now began to take over. Yes, and the train took off, and we couldn't control we couldn't it. Control it. Uh, the way I came wasn't how do you say good business model. Mm -hmm. um, I was too quiet. I refused to engage. I wouldn't get my space. They, so people pegged it, labeled it arrogance, yes. labeled it being a loaf. Labeled, but I just, it wasn't something I was used to. I wasn't the popular kid in, in uni. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't the guy that grew up with a lot of brothers. I'm an only son with six sisters. What do you discuss with girls? Handbags and boyfriends and my, you know, there was nothing. You know, I had to find comfort by myself. Mm. I, I remember my first friend was when I was about 15. Really? I was always suspicious of guys. What are you coming to my room? I'm not, I'm not a footballer. I'm not a cool guy. I knew martial art. I knew books. I knew TV. What are you hanging with me for? for? Of course, you came to chase my sisters. I won't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so... so so every time I'll show up in football, they would beat me up. You know, hey, oh yeah, I got a lot of beating when I was growing. I was bullied a lot, but you know, I think that was made me strong. Right. So at the end of the day, I came in and my manager then was like, "No, you're too quiet. When you're set, I hear you don't want to talk to anybody. You find space." Ask the people I started with. I refused to engage because I didn't know how to. I was always socially awkward. Mm -hmm. So that had to be built mm -hmm. in order to. I know, you know, subjugate that awkwardness. They mm -hmm. said, listen, you know, girls like you, women like you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you're not engaging? You're just useless, you know? <laughs> I remember this was the word you say, you're useless. Every time I get on set, the chicks always tell me, oh, he doesn't talk to me, and this one, too, they feel I don't get time to go talk to one. Uh, so that is, it's from that minuscule, you know, no spaces that we needed to understand where, where we projected. And he was a very smart guy. So he came back to me and said, you need to go out. The dressing, you're a great dresser now. Let's take it to the next level. So let's, we started and then the trouble started. And then, you know, we'll go to places. He'll just wire something, ignite something. And then when he explodes, I'm the only one. They know. I'm telling you a lot of those things you orchestrated. 
Really? Yeah, so every time I'm by myself, you tell me, no, we need to go to a club, we need to hang out, there's an award going on. You can't stay here. So what do you shop for? You shop and, I used to shop and just dumb clothes. That's the I'm a shopaholic. Mm. So you make me go out and then, of course, then you start attracting certain women. But I couldn't stay with those men because I didn't, they didn't understand me. Yes. They only understand the quietness. They didn't understand my refusal to So they came because of the image. The image. The I had to go the with real. the image. Yes. So every time they came in, they respected the loudness, the drugs, the outgoing, and they find me a different mode indoors and they don't want me. And then so we'll break up. And when we break up, I'm called the wolf. Mm. I can't come in times I got dumped. You got Yes, dumped. yes, yes, Judy, I got dumped. There's a girl that after a while, she'll bring wish, she'll come with her friends. I'll leave them downstairs, I'll go upstairs, I'll be watching TV, I'll read them. She'll come, like, what are you reading? I'm downstairs, what are you reading? My friends want to hang out with you. We want to go out. I said, I don't want to go out. So two, three times, she came from London, I remember. She came to London. So the fifth day when I went to work, I came back. I didn't see her stuff in my house anymore. And this somebody I went out to chase on social media. And then Facebook was a thing. So she came in when she, I wasn't engaged. I wasn't hanging. I was, she, she wants to come and throw white parties. I said, no, not here. You can't come and smoke here. I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, ostentatious like that with my things. I'm, I'm really, I buy this really nice stuff. I don't want to validate it. <laughs> So the, I didn't see her, so I called her after three, four days. Are you okay? She said she went back to her family. I said, no. I heard you went to this lounge and you're hanging with this dude. She said, yeah, I can't I can hang with you, man. And I mean, what's the point of hanging with a G-Mike if I'm not having fun? So she dumped me, man, you know? And then I had successions of dumpings after that. Yeah. You know, but the person I want is not good in the public image. Yeah. She's not as pretty as they want her to be. Mm. You know, she's not as flashy as they want her to be. Mm. Do you know how many relationships my manager destroyed? So I started dating my neighbor. She's a banker, she's quiet, she's plain, she's not fashion forward. But she makes me happy. Oh, okay. We discuss books, we discuss politics. I love her mind. Sorry, somebody was knocking. Wait, sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Somebody is supposed to be bare, please, Otito. Mm -hmm. We discussed this. Moses should be bare now. Mm. Okay, we can continue, yeah? Continue. Mm -hmm. I love her mind. I love her mind. And then my manager came one day and said, so it's true. He said, he said, he said you're, you're, he, I, would, I turned the word, you're, you're dating Doubted Mary. I'm like, what is Doubted Mary? Where did you get that one from? He said, chick, we know fine. What do you do with this kind of chick? You know the kind of chicks when they look for you. I say, I'm really cool with her, mom. He said, no, 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 what the heck? Like, have I been out with this babe? I said, yeah, we went to buy CS. He said, if I catch you. That guy used to lord over him. That was the only person I was worried about because he fixated himself as a part of my success yeah. and he imbued it in my mind that without me, mm. I co-created this. Without me, you're lost. Mm. Because you're not, you have nothing to offer them out there. That's why you have to be careful. Who gets into your head? Gets into your head. He said, you can't go out. You're socially awkward. You can't. He, told me, he, he always amplified all my weaknesses and shortfalls. Yeah, and so I really believed without him, how am I going to engage people? How am I going to move forward? Who will do my negotiations? Who will do this and that? And to make you better or worse, it depends from the side you, you sit, he was very fair financially. He never shortchanged me. Uh, but his obsession with control... And not knowing me, this guy was with me for years and never really came to terms with who I really am. Yeah, yeah. He was doing it from a place of best intentions. Yes. So what are you doing with these women? He orchestrated immediately one of my so-called crushes and she came. Um, I mean, she's exciting. I was happy to be in her world, but 
every time after we're done, whatever we do behind closed doors, there was nothing to discuss. Mm. She's like, why are you always reading these thick, ugly books? That was offensive to me. Mm. Why you always want to be alone? Why don't we go hang out? So I'll go, she would take me out. We'll go to different exotic countries. I won't engage their friends. But that's how you can't judge her. That's life, you know. She, that's how she is. It's that you were not a thief. I was not. So the friends would say it's, it's arrogance, it's aloof, it's all that. But I really was craving for a conversation. I wanted them to tell me about themselves. Like, why are you asking me all these questions? <laughs> you know? So after a while, they would say they want to go back to discharge me. Wow. Yeah, they would say they want to. Hey, there's one that I went to in Milan. And then after a while, after four days, they, called, they connived and said they are, they're heading back to America. So let's all hear. That's okay. I want to get a day before. They said, okay. They jumped me on that flight and left. Social media wasn't so proficient then, yeah? Mm -hmm. Later, one of my friends that ran the club said, man, these chicks are here every night balling. I'm like, oh, they dumped me. I felt so bad. Oh, they dumped me to go hang out. So I thought something was wrong with me. Yeah. My friend, my, my manager, I told you, do you know the crowd we just lost that from? This dad, this person's dad is that, this person's dad, this person. I'm like, but I'm, what will I do? Then you start, the control will start again. Mm. And I'll lose who I am. Mm. So every time I would date, I remember somebody I dated from Ivory Coast, she used to come see me. I met her in London. She used to come see me. He caught this person, messed it up again. Wow. She wasn't pretty enough for them. Or sometimes they're really pretty, but they're too smart. They don't want somebody too smart. Yes, yes, because the person will see clearly what is happening. We also somehow, you know, reconfigure what they already feel as so. So you have to be the bad boy image, you have to be the loudest, the, the craziest. The, but when I fired him hmm. and changed, rearranged things, I got 10 times the result and also knew myself, you know? I, I knew myself. I so, so now the point is that I don't have to coexist in this world, in this establishment. Yes. But I can get every mileage I want every time I want it. Yes. And that's what's happening now. Yes. They don't have access, but... But you are still involved. You can still be a time. big part of a thing every without time. getting taken by Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So what the first thing I said was, I did, mm -hmm. I knew my problem. My problem was extremely, my limitations was extremely unique. I don't know how to operate like these guys. Yeah. They're still ahead of me, socially. Yes. Okay? Yes. But I'll tell you one thing that yes. is proficient for me. In a room, if you out-talent out me, out-gift me, I will outwalk you. Yes. You cannot yes. walk with my ethos. I'm the guy that wake up 4 a.m., walk out 6 a.m., ready, study my life for three hours, research way beyond the night. I don't have, I don't have drinking buddies. Mm. I don't have... People on my roster have to please. I have social engagements. I have more time than you. Mm. And I'll put it constructively, investing you. Okay? So I have more time now. I bought myself more time. And then I started hanging with people that truly catered to my whims and caprices. In other words, people that really understood where I was. Mm. In my word, intellectuals, quiet people. Then I also started associating with a different kind of successful people. Mm. I'll quickly tell you something that happened. An ex-girlfriend of mine called me one day. Well, it didn't end too well, so I didn't expect the call. She said, I have a business proposal. My boss just brought one. The guy I'm dating, I'm in love with, I'm about to get married in two weeks, is mm. not an astute person. He's not a good entrepreneur. Even if I don't like you, one thing I can say about you is that you're a first-class businessman. Mm. I want to bring you into this deal. 
I can't be seen to have brought it to you. I just told them that I'm going to give them pointers to a businessman that also had a certain clout that can open the doors they want in Nigeria. Right. So she brought me on board. Needless to say, the business was successful. We all made a bit of money. I brought in my cousin as well that happened to be in a certain place in here. I can't, of course, I can't mention names. Mm -hmm. So when we, we went DC, celebrating a bunch of white boys came home, two black guys, you know, so we were like, you know, after this, we should be going to a club to pop champagne, hang out. And these guys were like, okay, so what are you guys doing next? Everybody in that room was acting like this is the run of an average day. Mm. We, the Niger boys there, couldn't wait to go to a club and just show that we just made some money. And these guys were just downplaying us, looking like, you know. So I told my guy in Ibo that, um, what will be, what will be, my you know, I'd like to keep your heart Yes, down. Down. we don't know what is going on. We don't on. know what's going on. And so the next day, we're going back to Atlanta. That's when I moved back to America. And, and um, one of them said, listen, um, I can drop you guys off in Atlanta. You know, with a jet. So the next day, we'll go in what was supposed to be a small jet. We thought it was an 18-seater, 12-seater. Dude, we saw something that looked like a small Boeing. And this dude is 45 with a private jet. That kind of jet. Yes. So when we sat down here, my first instinct with my cousin is to take some pictures. Yeah. And say, hey, well, you know, the balling pictures you post. <laughs> Nobody was taking pictures. They were on their laptop. Yes, working. Again, the question was, Jim, so what's next? What can we do next? I mean, thank you. You handled this thing so well. And then it dawned on me, this is a different realm of success. Mm, preach. This is where I should aspire. A place where you can't be an exhibitionist. They will, oh, I'm sure if I started taking those pictures, they'll, they'll be like, oh, this, oh this is new to him. <laughs> and, you know? And I was acting like this is my everyday life. So we gushed up, behaved ourselves, started talking, you know, big deal, talking about the next deal. My cousin went into it, caught the picture. Once in a while, he, he just had to take a picture. I said, no, don't try it. Just free. When you do, do you know we did the entire flight to the drop us off? When we came back, we were quiet. So the thing is that while we were up there, we asked for Wi-Fi. We organized. We, we didn't want him to. We didn't want to walk out of the private place yes, yes. without without the right image. Yes. So we actually organized our car from up there. The pickup car. Right. Because men now would have gone down with our back. Yeah. And just throw out like so. We had to look like the part. Yes. So we spent good money, the last minute, getting a proper. S, you know, armored yes. uh, SUV that will come, two of them that will come. So they pulled up. So they so, said, so, oh, you got your eye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've seen you guys. And you know, we walked in, left. Then my cousin started screaming like, Jim, we have, we have so not started. Mm. Mm. These people's concept of success is so entirely alien yes. that this is where you must aspire. Yes. So when you come back and you see everybody in front of it, let me tell you, there are three people you meet in your life. The poor people, mm. all they talk about is money. Oh, you owe me money, I'm going to get my money, I have some money. It's the money in their pocket. They, they, they have the immediacy. They try to see how they can extort as much as they can mm. from you immediately to fill their pocket. Mm. They're poor. They only have money. Yes, the yes. second are rich people. They're the exhibitionists. Oh. All they want to see, they go to the bank, they yeah. draw the money. You want to see your lifestyle, they show you their houses, they show you their cars. Mm -hmm. They are big on those things. Yes. They are rich. Yes. The third are the, the wealthy. wealthy people, yes. And they thrive on one thing and one thing alone, ideas. Mm -hmm. Ideas make the world go round. Yeah. Anybody that ever surpassed a certain two, three, five hundred million mark came by it strictly by ideas. They harness ideas. They are harbingers of ideas. Yeah. They will steal it from anybody. They will harness it, they will take it, yes. they will create it. Yes. They only thrive on ideas. They only deal with you 
if you are, you know, if, if that's all you are about, your concept of life, your ideology of life revolves around ideas. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So once they find out that you're most proficient around ideas, mm -hmm. they'll bring you into their fold because yeah. they know from there that's when, you know, the difference is made. And that's where real wealth dwells. Comes. Those are the wealthy people. Yes. And those are the people, and they're never in front of the scene. My brother, check the whole run. Mm. There are people that are in exhibitions in front trying to prove to the, to the world how happy they are. In their marriage, you see, in their relationship, yes. who they know. Yes. No, because the real people that fund and finance them, they're part of their food and not in front. They're no exhibition. They don't even want to be seen. Yeah. They're the puppet masters behind. They are the puppet masters behind. Yeah, so yes. for, for them to, to pull your strings, you have to be invisible. No, Jim, you have, to, you have to do a master class. I'm not even playing. You know, because there's so much. Oh my God, there's so much. But you know, it would be, it would be malpractice of me. You gave me an exclusive. Mm -hmm. If I just move on like that, you know, because mm -hmm. we were just talking and you mentioned I've had to fail marriages, you know, three kids. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know. You know, I, I didn't know you had even been married. Mm -hmm. I only know your son. Yeah. How did you, first, first, obviously, what happened with this marriage? Did you learn anything from? Yes. What, what caused them to fail and what did you learn from that? Um, I caused them to fail. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not the one that will sit down here and berate anybody for my mistakes. I, the, the first thing they say, to boss up, own up. Mm. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. I was, uh, no, there's a part of me that would take the easy route out. Mm -hmm. um, every time I did something mediocre in my life, I always did it when I was emotional. Because I'm extremely, extremely proficient in being deliberate and being strategic about everything I do. So every time I failed, it was because I got emotional and then I became mediocre. Then I appealed to the smaller man in me, mm. the superficial part, mm. and the part that wasn't emotionally intelligent. Mm. I suffered a loss. Um, my mom is like my best friend, my co-partner, my business partner. You know, people don't understand that. When my mom, she left stuff that, like how? The family, you know, I would not, whenever, my dad is an erudite, he's a very smart man, not highly educated, just extremely smart. But he wasn't a good businessman. Mm. My mom is not extremely, um, you know, educated, mm. but she is so smart. It's ridiculous. Mm. I'm telling you, one of those people that were born with native intelligence yeah. that is just annoying. Because I want to play games around her sometimes yes. when I was a kid, and she would catch me. She can see you so, coming. Yeah, so I decided to be telling her the truth. You know, other people go lie to their mom, run circles around them and collect money. I go and tell her money, I need money. She would give me because mm. I didn't play games. But every time I play games, it never it ends well. well. So at the end of the day, when I lost, my mom was like, my, I'm one of those guys that will come home to, to a holiday, you know, hang out. It wasn't, it wasn't that, I know they say only sons are very close to their mom. No, but it was a relationship based more on friendship wow. and mutual respect. Wow. I respected her opinion. She wouldn't meddle into my affairs. She allowed me to make all my mistakes. Mm. My dad was always trying to be the disciplinary. She said, let him let go. Him. You know, so all my mistakes, all my failures, I've never met a human being all my life. And it's just not because every time I call or the press writes something or something, they say, okay, many. Mm. I'll tell my passion. She said, that's life. How do you feel? Mm. But yeah, you've learned the lesson. So move forward, you know, and I'll move forward. That people always wonder, how does it rise from some of this scandal? How yeah. does it rise from things that is supposed to bury him? Yeah. I had somebody that speak to a spirit part of me that nobody could speak to. I lost that. When I lost my mom, I couldn't find my feet for years. Hmm. There's a lifestyle there. There's an understanding. There's a spirituality. There's a connection that I lost. Hmm. And I just wanted to live my life hmm. outside the world. Because the mistake was already made. It took them 72 hours to tell me I'd lost my mom. Wow. 
right in the middle of a BBC interview in London. I just came out. You know, there's always that part of family. One person in family, there's a deliverer of bad news. So they got this. Even this guy said, I'm not telling him. There's a great chance he won't make it. Mm. So 72 hours, I came home. On the plane, I don't know how I made up. I said, how, what would she have expected of me to take charge? Mm. I came, I took charge. So my babysitter was about to get married. My dad was falling apart. People don't understand what does he want. Mm. I'm a product of love. My parents were so in love with each other. Mm. Imagine if father, and, I mean, your parents woke up and said, you know what, you're stressing us. Get out of the house. When I decided I was going to be an actor, they said, you know, do you know what it takes for the love of your life to say that? You're stressing my husband. I can't sit here and you waste my husband with high blood pressure. What can... Come on, back and go. Get, get, get out. Let's, one side. let's breathe. If you survive, you survive. If you don't, we'll, we'll make another kid in our old age. That's what, badass. What's going on? I hated them for that. But telling you later, yeah. I saw that this is what I want. So you can't show me that this is the product I came from and then you, you second ram it mm -hmm. and think I should settle as a compromise. No. Oh, you've seen the example. I've seen what it's like. The, the light in the man's eyes died. Mm -hmm. So I took charge as the head of the family. I couldn't grieve. I couldn't let myself feel. We finished the, um, the village. I had to be finished because she insisted she was going to be buried. My mom lived in London and Manchester, so we had to bring her back home, bury her there. Saw my sisters through the whole grief process. Started nursing my. You know, after a while, they go back to that childlike state. Yes. So I had to. I had to be there, making visits, making calls, being there. I forgot to grieve. I just thought that was what it took to get over it. Mm -hmm. um, just when I was getting over it, my woman was pregnant with my first son. Oh, wow. Then I had quiet space. There was nobody around me. There was nobody to take care of, to take care of anymore because that was my excuse. That was my medium to healing. And then there was nothing all of a sudden and the grief hit me. Mm. The loss hit me. Mm. And I didn't know how to stand. I, didn't know, I couldn't sleep days on end. Mm. I was irritative. I wasn't the loving man she married. The, the, I'm, I'm the goofball man. Forget the perception out there. I am the prankster of the family. I'm the guy that starts a laugh in the most serious issue. Mm. They don't invite me for family meetings because I'll start with a exactly. joke. And then my dad will like, We are trying to be serious. So I lost that. I lost my sense of humor. I lost the lion in me. I lost the lead in me. I just gave myself to, to the elements. Mm. And so she suffered for that. Mm. And, and then I became an, I, I became an obsessive dad. Mm. I took everything in me to, to, to my son. I was changing diapers. I was, I was the proper stay-home dad, you know? So I took everything to him and left her behind. Hmm. I took all my love and attention and left her behind. I wasn't a, I wasn't a husband. I was, I, was, I was an excellent father and a woeful husband. Hmm. Hmm. So they're not built like us, my brother. Hmm. They're, they're white. They're not built like us. And after a while, she said, I, I can't find who I'm married. Mm. I do, and we parted as friends. I said, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm here, but I'm not here. There's no presence here. I, I don't know what it would take for me to heal, to bring myself back. But mm. if you want to wait for me, I will appreciate it. But if you can't, I will understand. She mm. said she can't. Mm. So as friends, we parted. We shook hands, and I went to try and heal myself. Mm. So I, I found certain parts of the world that people didn't know me, and I went there. I went to Gambia. Yeah, I went to Gambia. The president then was a friend of mine. <laughs> I know people say Jamaica is the worst person. But I called him and said, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. 
Mm. Uh, I can't find my feet anymore. I need somewhere nobody can find me. Mm. So they made their um, potential suit available with my own private beach. And I went there, I was troll, I found it took two weeks till the dam broke. So I was able to cry mm. by the beach, cry properly and relieve myself of pain that I could I was harboring for years and then went on, on the journey of, of healing. Mm. I went to two more countries. All I did was just backpack, make friends with a bunch of white kids. I went to the south of France, stayed for two weeks. Ah. Um, the beautiful thing about working all your life is that you can afford certain yes. luxuries. Yes. It's not high volume, but yeah. you know, imagine if I didn't have resources. So yeah, um, funds were depleting without being replaced. I wasn't working, but I could do that. Yes, you could do that. So I went to Argentina as well. I went to Moscow. And then when I found out, came back, I, I found Jim back. Mm. And mm. so it, that was two years ago, pre-COVID. Wow. And then when I got back, I said, okay, it's time to hear me again. It's time to hear you again. Mm. Wow. Mm. You have so many stories. There are so many things. There are mm. so many angles. Mm. We need to go. I don't want this to end. You know, <laughs> we were supposed to round up a while ago. But you know, have to ask these two things. And you don't have to. I mean, one you, one you may need to answer. The other one you don't have to answer. Okay. The fight with Uche Maduna. Orchestrated. <laughs> I can say it now. I'll give you two scoops. <laughs> two scoops. Do I look like the kind of person uh, and just at the event, the, just before the the, the, the the introduction of one of the most important works in my entire career, going to jeopardize it by myself? No, I'm too strategic. Orchestrated. I thought so. I, to, I wanted to tell them to paint the picture what's like in the social media ecosystem. Yes, yes. I can orchestrate anything and you will perceive it. It's about perception. It's about, you know what to spray back at me? That's why you are so good. Mm. As, a, as I looked at it, I was like, the Jim Ike I know, he cannot make this kind no, of thing. No, that's a... But people believe it. No, because that's it. That will show you that world is surreal. There's nothing that exists in that world. Yeah. I called the man, we had an understanding, paid very well for it, wrote the script, called Moses in, we shot it. I'm about to release the ending of it. I can't, be, I'm not stupid. I know. I will never make that kind of mistake. I even called my sister a day before she said, this will backfire. I said, no, yeah. I understand the people's mindset. Mm -hmm. Their propensity for gossip and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and bad news. Yeah. It, 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 there's no it, hard it, yeah. We buried over 20 million in the promotion of that film. And people were still viewing it with a certain degree of cynicism. Mm -hmm. Immediately there was a scandal that caught fire. I need you to I need to repeat that you had spent money doing this thing properly. Billboards everywhere, things everywhere. Everybody was like, mm, "This film, I mean, I mean, what's it going? This Oyibo film is trying to bring out Jemima. Just looking for a way to come back after a field career." Blah blah. blah. I heard it all. I said, "I'm not teaching people who is the master of this thing." Mm. And I said, "Who is the most hated person in this space for now?" Mm. They gave me three options. I said, "This is the person I want." At first, it was like, oh, "Money, money talks." <laughs> I brought him, we shot it. I kept the last part of it. I love it. I'm going to release it when I say, guys, you see, I get, how do you guys in the raw for four months? <laughs> Leave social media alone. <laughs> okay, the other thing, and again, because this one, why I say you don't need to answer this, because it's tied to something personal. So people thought that the whole synagogue thing mm. was a stunt. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, you know, that's part of why I withered. Um, I didn't only, when Orthodox medicine failed us, I mean, from Luton, I took my whole family to India to be with my mom, mm. and then she started getting better. This is the light of your life, I'm crying out loud. You just described I'm not going to wager it for, for theatrics, for melodrama. Mm. Mm. And at some point, an offer was made from there right. to take him there right. by, um, by a, a senator friend of mine. Said, right. So I refused. 
Right. So, you know, my sisters, you know, when you're in a family, so they had a meeting plus my dad said, if anything happens to my wife is on your head, mm -hmm. the pressure was too much. So, okay, I want to go. Mm -hmm. If they will save her, I will go. go so, they told us, put her in a hospital. I'm telling you this thing, how it works. If they want to refute it, let them come back. Mm -hmm. They put her, we put her in a hospital, closed them. And I went there. There was a presidential suit I was, I was accorded. When I went there, I'm like, okay, let's get started with this. And they said, I must come down today to the service. I said, I don't have to come down to the service. You people promised me, like, does God need me to, you know, yes, I'm skeptical. Yes, I've, I've shown people a great degree of cynicism, but do it and they make me a believer. Yeah. I will live in this church for two years if you, yeah, if you heal my mom. So after a while, again, the meeting, like, you need to come down. Da, da, da. I remember I was in there. My, 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 um, my sister was behind me when they, this guy came and was doing stuff. When they crossed me, I, I, I chuckled. Which guy? The, the late? The guy, was, no, not him. Okay, there was some a guy other that guy. Was, he didn't there. conduct the personal. Right. That, that's one of the parties. Yes. Yeah. That, I chuckled. My sister said, stop laughing. This thing is serious. I don't want them to see you laughing. Then he came back to me. My brother, I don't know what happened after that. This world is deep. There's a mm -hmm. certain spirituality I've come to understand about this world that is way beyond us. Mm -hmm. um, what happened, I don't know. I saw the video. I said, that's not me, but that's me. Mm. My brother, you must understand that I am not an island of knowledge. Mm. I've done my part. But the one thing that is of a truth that you can take to the bank is that till I die, I'm the true son of Gladys. Mm. And I will never, ever wager or waver her memory and her legacy by telling a lie. I've said it time and again, if everything I'm saying is not true, let somebody come out, show proof that you gave me. How much are you going to give me that I've not seen? to play with my mom's life. My mom was lying in a hospital in a coma, and then they're saying I'm playing theatrics mm. somewhere. Mm. Mm. So what, what killed me was that they didn't touch her. He didn't touch her all through. He never saw her eye to eye. Really? Just after that drama, all they were fixated on, was he, was it the, yeah. and I said, okay, I've suffered. I think my career has even ended. Can you heal that? This woman. Yeah. And he never touched her. It was always one, one story and another. We were there for two and a half weeks. So when they didn't do it, I took her back. And in about, after I took her back, we stabilized her in her, in her home. The nurses were coming. She was beginning to, you know, and then we stabilized her because the, the hospital couldn't help us. There was nothing. We didn't understand where to go. We were certain. We're getting ready to go to South Africa. They told me, I, I, why people don't even understand? I went through five men of God. I'm not going to mention them here. Mm -hmm. That played me back to back. Played you back to back. Played me every time I went. There were shores healing. And then they would never do it. At the end of the day, I... <sighs> at the end of the day, I, they said South Africa was the next place. We're, setting, we're getting ready to go to South Africa. Then I had this thing, an activation for a phone company that was going to happen in London. I took up to London. We lost her 48 hours after that. It took them 72 hours to tell me after that. And I came back. And after everything that I went through, somebody woke up and tried to diminish not only me, but our legacy by saying that I went in there for theatrics. Mm -hmm. Do they don't even understand the backstory? That even as I stood there and this whole spiritual charity was going on, that that woman was lying down somewhere. Mm -hmm. Now, even if he attempted to heal her and then he didn't succeed, that's a whole different conversation. But he never saw her. Bless his memory. God knows that I healed myself of that resentment and that anger mm -hmm. that I carried for so many years. 
And that was the reason I just needed to go away because it wasn't just about healing, about losing my best friend, my confidant, and my mother. It was about forgiving people that took me on a journey of hope mm. that never ever gave it to me. I had so much anger and resentment in me. That's why my, it failed. Because when I came back, I, 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 was, I, was, I had a pregnant woman, I had a son that was coming. I had to get my act together and be a father in the middle of all that resentment and anger. And I did it. I had to rise to the occasion. He didn't beg to be born. Yes, yes, yes. So I did what I had to do. Then I suffered for it. And then when I came back and heard this, oh, you know how many places they say, oh, come and have an interview, call them out, do this, do that. It's not my place. Mm. Um, what, the, the first thing is that who raised me mm. would not have allowed it to happen. A lot of people don't think about that. I want a war. I want a war. Mm. I, just, I just wanted to feel better. I want a war. I called a team for war. Lawyers, right. media people. I just wanted to bury all those people. And I had the power and the proof to bury all of them. Yeah. It's my word against theirs. But at the end of the day, I had the conversation with my loved one. My loved one has become like, you know, the surrogate mom yeah. in a sense. Last that, one of your mom. Yes. And your dad. That's the one that speaks to my mom. He said, listen, you could be the less, you want war because you want to feel better about yourself. Mm. But is that what you should have wanted? Mm. You just survived something that, that could, could take most people. You just survived it. Why do you want to go back to that space? Mm, 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 mm. It didn't even take our doing. It didn't take your doing. Something intervened. We were here back. My sisters were doing um, prayers. They were doing fasting back and back. Two, three weeks while I was away. Nobody knew where I was. I cut off phones, cut off communication. Nothing. I couldn't be found. They didn't know if I was alive or dead yeah. until I reappeared looking better. I lost so much weight. So. Bro, I was under 60 kg. I've never been up under 60. I've always been a bulky guy. I wasn't eating. I used to eat once in two days. I used to, I used to sleep maybe. You know, I used to, there were days I go back to back. All I do is walk the beach. Then sometimes I found out the major domo and the chef knew I wasn't eating and they were complaining and the word was coming also from from you know, from the president's office, like, right. okay, what I didn't want anybody to come down and start. Right. So I would take food. Uh -huh. and put in the bean and make it look like I've eaten scattered stuff all over there. And then when they, 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 my, I had my butler that comes to take it, so oh, we did something to that. I said, yeah, we did. And then walk away. But I, I didn't, I couldn't, yeah. I didn't know. And then somebody would come now and say, oh, I created a whole halula body and theatrics. Yeah. It's not only an insult to me, yeah. but to my, to my mother. An insult to your mother. Yeah. yeah. Whew, this, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to get myself together. But thank you for sharing that with me. I mean, just two last questions. We absolutely have to go. My producer is running mad, but this has been such a rich conversation. Two things. One, and I know you said that you cannot share some things about your process, mm -hmm. but two things. If there was one thing that you would say you did that somebody else can learn from, because this was this was a pot, this was a lalapuza of problems, you know. Marriage, relationship, um, children, your mom, you know, your career, everything. If there was one thing that you did that you would advise somebody else in that same situation, like when things crash on top of you like this, at least do this one thing. What would that thing be? A total, total um, um, adherence to God. Hmm. Hmm. My skill set filled me, my intellect filled me, my wisdom filled me, friends filled me, my associate filled me, my money filled me, my fame filled me. 
My sisters filled me. My dad filled me. Not filled me in the sense that they had nothing else to offer Give me. Give you. They were doing their best. But they were doing, yeah. Mind. It was in the grand break. No, my wife didn't fill me. My child filled me because I came to understand why I was so obsessed with him. Mm. I was giving so much, I wasn't getting anything in return. Mm. You know? You have to get in return. His laughter has to mean something to me. Mm. His, his giggle every time he hears my voice has to mean something. The, the, the reason that he won't sleep with his mom but will sleep with me has to mean something. The fact that I shower with him every morning before I go has to mean something. You know, his first walk, it meant nothing to me. Mm. All I wanted to was just to be a dad. I was looking for vent. I was looking for where to spend my pent-up spleen. Energy, yes. Pent-up spleen. You know, so God, I'm telling you, I, I really laugh at people that think it doesn't exist. <laughs> I really do. It's this, you've made a, the greatest caricature of yourself. Yeah. So, there were days where I had no prayer. I don't think it's about prayer. Yeah. It's about the content of your heart. Mm. I would always, my prayer was simple. Please find me. I can't mm. do this anymore. Just find me. I can't. I don't know where you are anymore. Don't, I, I don't need this doubt whether you exist. This doubt is what's making me do what I'm doing. Mm. Mm. So find me. Just find me. So uh, without... Uh, it, and, and, and I think my path was being understood. Look at the countries I know. You know I'm, I have four presidents of five on my speed. I could have called. Mm. One came to mind, and it, it was the most hated <laughs> <laughs> amongst my rooster friends. Yes, yes. So I called him, and, and funny, sometimes I can call him, I won't have access for two, three days. But, you know, he's, he's, this PA took the phone to him, he said, come. Yeah. He did, do you know all through that trial, I didn't see him. They just, I just told him, he said, no, no, I understand, I don't worry. So yeah, so they gave me my personal staff, gave him my speech, gave him that, that side of the beach yeah. to do what I had to do. Now, when I went there, I, you know, I trusted the process. Please trust the, the process. process. The day came, it came. Mm. I walked the beach. I'd done all kinds of stuff. The day it came, it came. It started at 11. It just welled up with me. Mm. And I came out and sat there and I cried my eyes out. Yeah. I couldn't cry from day one. I got that news till almost a year after. Mm. I cried my eyes out, cried my eyes out. And I slept there. The cold woke me up. Found myself in, got my blanket, slept. I've not slept in days. Mm -hmm. I slept till the next day. My appetite came back the next day. Asked them to go and buy me a phone. They bought me a phone because mine, the battery was out. I just needed to communicate. So the time it take to charge and all that, I nearly brought food. I said, can you give me a cheap phone? He said, yeah. I looked for him. I didn't even know if I had money. That I found money I gave him. He got me a phone. And I started communicating instead of making calls. Mm -hmm and all that. So mm. to trust God yeah. and trust his process. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's everything I've done in my life. I will invest money, the business will fail. I will trust God. Mm -hmm. I will trust the process. Mm. I'll make money, it will succeed. I my head wants to start going, and I shouldn't I show, is it not time I show them how to do that? I will trust God, trust the processes. Yeah. It will ground me. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been the one thing that has outweighted my intellect, my wisdom, my experience, yeah. and my shortcomings. Even my strength. Even your strength. Thank you. <laughs> you know, this has been an incredible mm. conversation. You know, I mean, there was that brief moment where you teared up. I made myself, I'm just holding myself. Like, mm. Not this interview, not this interview. I need to learn, I need to write down. <laughs> Thank you. This has been the gift of truth. Mm -hmm. Of These are lessons that it took you a lifetime to learn mm -hmm. that you've shared with us today. And I do not take it 
for granted. Thank you. Thank you so much.